Welcome to Open Banking Expo Unplugged, bringing you the brightest minds in open banking, open finance and beyond. Hello and welcome to this episode of Open Banking Expo Unplugged with me, Ellie Duncan, Head of Content at Open Banking Expo. I'm delighted to be joined today by Bent Winkle, Nordic's General Manager at Mambu, a SaaS cloud banking platform operating across six continents. Mambu launched in 2011 and counts Nordiska, Compass Bank, N26 and New10, as well as Oak North and Tandem among its many clients. So welcome, Bent, to the podcast. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Well, we're, we're really pleased to have you on. And um, first of all, I want to ask, can you explain uh, your role at Mambu, please, um, and what it involves? Yeah, absolutely. As you said in your introduction, uh, my role is uh, general manager, and I joined the company about five months ago. And the reason for that is that uh, the Nordics in Mambu, among other regions, has been defined as a strategic uh, region for us. Um, and uh, my role is, uh, of course, uh, have the overall responsibility for the region. And that means that I'm currently building up a team so we can support existing customers we have in the region, but also uh, in, expand our footprint with new customers, uh, but also with uh, partners. So how long has, has Mambu had a presence in the Nordics region then? I think the first uh, the first time we went in uh, in the region was back in 2016 uh, and uh, we actually managed to sign our first client in 2017 and since then uh, we have expanded our current client base from from the one client until uh, six clients that we have today. Great and uh, it sounds like you're you're fairly early on in your career at Mambu so um uh, great to hear that obviously there's a strategy for the Nordic region and you're helping Mambu with that. Yep. Now, I, I know that the Nordic countries are often considered alongside the UK to be leading o open banking in Europe. So can you explain why is that? Yeah, uh, I think there's uh, several reasons for that. Um, in general, Nordic people is is and has always been uh, very open to uh, to changes. Um, we have uh, always been tech savvy, mainly because we have had for many many years uh, two giants in uh, within the uh, uh, te technology industry, such as Nokia and and Ericsson. So, in many ways, we have been uh, first movers uh, towards technology. Uh, and that's not only uh, for, for the country itself, but also uh, banks, financial industry, who I think was one of the first who take computers into banking. We were one of the first who launched internet banking, mobile banking, apps, and so on and so forth. Yeah, as you say, um, sort of first movers there. And, and what open banking challenges are unique to the Nordics, do you think? And, and how is the region overcoming some of these? Uh, first of all, I don't think we have that many challenges. I think we more have opportunities. And uh, it actually relates back to uh, uh, what I said earlier, uh, to your last question. Uh, and I know it's a little bit uh, buzzwords, but we have all, uh, we have for a very, very long time 
looked into digitalization. I mentioned earlier we have a tech savviness and have had that for many years. And we have an openness also to onboard uh, new technology. And I can give you a few examples uh, what I mean about that. Um, if you go back to uh, to 2017, there was a survey by made by the uh, EU Commission uh, where they actually saw that uh, uh, um, mentioned that Denmark, Sweden, and Finland were ranked amongst the most digitalized uh, countries in Europe. And um, why is that? It's mainly because uh, not only the banking sector but also the governments for the last. 40, 44, uh, 40, 45 years has pushed digitalization forward. It started up with central register where you can uh, basically with your social security number can get access to all public data, banking data and so on, tax reports and so on. Uh, over the recent years, uh, you can do basically everything by a digital signature and a lot of the mailboxes you get from uh, any government uh, units is also digitalized, and the banks has uh, has followed that basically. Um, about if I go a little bit more in, into the depth about the tech savvy mindset, I mean there is an example of uh, Norway largest bank DNB, um, who actually want to leverage uh, the open banking opportunities, and by doing that, they engage with a Nordic company called Nordic uh, API Gateway. And what they did together with this API gateway, they actually uh, uh, aggregated um, accounts, not only from DNB, but also for other banks in order to give a real-time view, building a multi-banking app that give their end customers a, a complete overview across all bank accounts. And that also means that it was not only DNB, but they are now also working with other Norwegian banks in order to build on that technology. And the last thing is, as I mentioned, also openness to, uh, to technology. Uh, from financial institutions, banks and their customers. And again, one of the drivers by that and why this is not new to the Nordics is actually, again, going back to a report uh, from 2006 from the five Nordic central banks uh, where they launched a, a report called Nordic Banking Structures, which actually embraced the Nordic banking sector's openness for new technology and innovation. And maybe one of the drivers uh, for that could actually be that the financial crisis that the Nordic region or some countries faced back in the late 80s and the 90s would actually force financial institutions and mainly the banks to dramatically improve their efficiency and increase the use of technology in order to manage their exposure, their risk towards other banks and their customers. That, that's really interesting. and. Um... I think that's uh, for, for any of our listeners that aren't too aware of 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 where Nor the Nordics are on on their kind of open banking journey. I think that's really helped to to paint a picture. Now I know that many countries have reported quite low awareness among consumers of open banking. So I wanted to know: is this the case in the Nordic region? And if not, uh, what can other countries learn from from your approach to informing consumers there? Um. 
I actually think, as I, as I said earlier, that uh, uh, your question here relates a lot, a lot <clears throat> back to that because, again, uh, there is a high awareness of open banking among customers, uh, end bank customers in the Nordics based on what I just uh, said because it started up where the government pushed it out, make it digitalization, the banks continued. Uh, the example I just gave on uh, on uh, DNB, but also if you look to into Denmark, uh, one of the newer banks in Denmark called Luna, they actually started up as a fintech where they created an app without being a bank, but actually consolidated uh, 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 banking uh, operations from the banks on the app. And now later on, they, uh, how to say, uh, got a banking license last year and is now expanding into other countries outside Denmark, such as Sweden and Norway, and maybe later into to Finland. So there's quite a bit then that other countries where where there is very low awareness of open banking. Perhaps there are some lessons to be learned from, from the Nordics, do you think? I think one of the biggest lessons is that you 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 um you need to be open to adopt uh, the new technology. You need to be open to share. You need to be open to work with other banks and not only see them as competitors. Because if you are stubborn is not the right word, but if you are, are um, not try to be open, I could foresee that uh, uh, other players will come into the market who have a more open mindset that many traditional banks you see it many places where you have amazon coming in you have apple pay you have all kind of fintechs coming in and take uh, or take over a big part of the financial market so i think the lesson learned is if you don't want to to lose towards these kind of competitors you need to have a clear strategy and you need to be open to embrace new technology and work together with your competitors Okay, and um, I want to come on to ask you about a recent report uh, that Mambu published. Mm -hmm. It revealed that 56% of banked customers globally claim there are other services they should be able to access. So, so talking more widely about open banking, what more should the industry be doing to serve not only consumers, but also SMEs? If 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 we start with the consumers, I think they are very well covered. But I know there is a big uh, financial uh, institution in Finland who have actually in the, the digitalization and into the uh, the openness also take in things like insurances that they have also take in. Uh, other services, uh, for example, leasing of cars, where they can have basically their whole life with have some kind of financial impact uh, uh, centralized on a single app. So I think that, that the consumers, at least in the Nordics, is very well covered. However, what, what you mentioned about the SMEs is probably the, how to say, the most underbanked uh, segment in the Nordics, because if you look at traditional banks, they have either focused uh, on uh, on consumers and or big corporates, where uh, the SME segment has been somehow underbanked. And I think that the uh, the COVID had actually shown that there is a big need for SMEs because if you are a small 
carpenter or whatever you are, you need some time to go to your bank and have your credit facility increased. You you are hiring, you yeah, you are hiring more staff. You need to have your salary paid and so on and so forth. And nobody has really specialized and focused on that segment until recent, uh, where one of our clients in Denmark, Compass Bank actually went live uh, a few months ago only focusing on that segment and you actually see that they have had a huge success just proving that that segment has been uh, underbanked and again they should be offered the same functionality the same features that a consumer uh, gets today because that will make their life much much easier and we see also uh, uh, more and more prospects coming in to us actually want to, how to say, want to expand the footprint and services into that segment also. Okay, so you do see see it changing then and, and you do see more products and services designed specifically for SMEs coming to market. Precisely, precisely, yes. Okay, Um that that's really interesting and and you spoke earlier when i asked about sort of challenges you said that rather than challenges there are kind of opportunities as you see it correct uh, which is a really really nice way to put it and i wanted to ask you what what you think are the biggest untapped opportunities for open banking in the nordic region that's that's a good question um i don't think there are that many untapped opportunities um I think that most of the bank sits on an enormous amount of data and knowledge about their customers, um, which they are not utilizing in full. And what I mean about that also relates a little bit to uh, the new entrants to the market, the Googles, the Amazons, and these kind of things. Because think about it, if you Google something, within a few seconds, you will have advertisements coming up for things you have been Googling. So the banks have the same opportunities to use those data because think about it. If you have a car and within 12 months, you go to a garage to get your car fixed, the banks know about that because you have paid probably the bill to the garage via your mobile banking and your internet banking. So they sit on this amount of knowledge, but they don't use it. What I mean about that is that if they start to use the data in the same way as Google, Amazon, and Facebook, and others does, is that they will be able to track you have now paid a bill of a certain amount to the same garage. So why should they not, in your mobile app, offer you a car loan? So... Because in the end of the day, I think most consumers trust their banks or the banking sector maybe more than those new entrants, but they don't get the service they deserve. And there, I think, is a huge unbanked opportunity for the banks to utilize the data in a better way in order to to increase uh, their end customer satisfaction and service from the bank and by that grow uh, revenue. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, well, uh, I guess time will tell if if that uh, opportunity um, is kind of made the most of over there. And and I wanted to come on to to ask at the top of the podcast, you talked a bit about you know the kind of strategic plan for for Mambu when it comes to expanding in this region. So so 
perhaps you can talk a bit more specifically about, you know, what, what are your plans for the Nordics in the coming sort of 12 months? As I said in the beginning, um, I joined recently uh, with uh, one focus, and it is to, uh, to grow our footprint in the region. Um, I think there are so much pot- potential in, uh, in the region. So uh, I'm currently building a team uh, in terms of inside sales, in terms of uh, account management for our existing uh, customers, but also more new business developments. We are building up uh, uh, what you normally refer to in the software uh, industry as pre-sales, people who can demo our solution, both from a functional, technical. And of course, the whole idea is to service our clients better than we do, but also expand our footprint in the region in order to gain more customers and by that again create a bigger customer base who so again we can enhance our offering even better and better based on what we learn uh, from existing and new customers. So does that mean that you have plans to roll out some new products and services there then? Yes but um, I mean if you look at Mambo today what we offer our customers is what we refer to as core banking and what does that mean? That means that we support uh, uh, customers, account deposits, um, unsecured lending, mortgages, leasing, and financing. And we are currently not planning to step outside those business lines, those verticals at the moment. However, um, there might be small gaps in the solution, more related to a local flavor. Because yes, you do, let's use uh, consumer lending as an example. You use that across the region. You use that across Europe. You do it, you do that across the globe. But how you do it in the details is different from country to country. So instead of launching new verticals, new business line, what we are working on from a functional point of view is actually to, to also fill those small local gaps. So when another customer in Denmark come to us, then we already have an end-to-end solution that fit their specific country-specific purposes. So that's more from a functional point of view. And in addition to that, we are also working on our technology. Um, We are a true uh, uh, SaaS um, uh, software vendor, which means that we only uh, run our software and only deploy uh, our software on the cloud. And historically, uh, our our cloud provider has been uh, uh, Amazon AWS, but we are currently in a process also to uh, have some um, uh, beta site testing on Azure from Microsoft, but also Google Cloud. So towards the end of the year, uh, latest first quarter next year, we will be also what we call cloud agnostic. So our clients, if they prefer to run on Amazon, Azure, or Google Cloud, it's entirely up to them. So they are not linked into um, a certain cloud provider. And the last element that we are also uh, working on in the region is not only to expand our our partners in terms of technology, uh, our product offering, to build a team, to increase the customer base, but also to work with uh, um, uh, our existing partners 
uh, both in terms of system integration, technology partners, but also expand our uh, what we call complementary partners. So we actually have an ecosystem of partners who can provide our end customers uh, services that we don't do. For example, we don't do financial crime mitigation. We don't do uh, onboarding, origination, and these kind of things. Here, here we are relying on um, on partners. And one of the latest initiatives is we are actually currently building together with one of our partners um, an integration between their front end, taking care of origination, onboarding, KYC. Uh, credit scoring, all these kind of things, which is 100% integrated to our backend. So when we come to a new customer, we can show a complete end-to-end integrated front-to-back solution in real time, which we believe, based on what we see in the market, is will be quite unique, actually. Well, it sounds like there's a lot going on. It's all really exciting for Mambu at the moment. And, it is. Um, it's, it's great to hear about, about the plans and, and also uh, to hear more about those, those Nordic countries and where they are on their open banking journey as well. So thank you for joining me on the podcast, Bent. Thank you very much. A pleasure. Thank you. Thanks so much to Bent for joining me on today's podcast. And thank you for listening. To listen back to other episodes of Open Banking Expo Unplugged, then visit the Open Banking Expo website and go to the on-demand section. We've had some great guests on recently and there's plenty more to come this year. Until next time, goodbye for now.